Welcome to the Art of Masculinity Podcast. I am your host, Johnny L. Sasser. As a former Special Operations U.S. Army Ranger out of 2nd Ranger Battalion and a former Protective Security Specialist who protected the U.S. Ambassador to Iraq, I spent 10 years in and out of the Middle East. My mission today is to help men everywhere find the courage to be confident in themselves and their masculinity, regardless of what society says or what preconceived notions are out there in the media. I'm here to shed a light on those tough, strong alpha males, opening up not only to those they love, but to the world about who they really are and how they own these open and vulnerable parts of themselves. Today, my goal is to help be a light for men who are struggling in owning their masculinity and struggling to present it in a way that is authentic to them. I'm grateful for having you here and sharing your time with me. Let's dive into the episode and I'll see you around the corner. Today's guest is my beautiful, amazing wife, Taylor Simpson. She is an absolute gem of a human being, but she is also a powerful, powerful leader, coach, and guide in this world for women. And we dive a lot into the conversation around sex that we have with women and or just our partners in general, or being single and having these conversations out in public. And talking about really how to spice that up, but also how to get consent from the other party. Because guess what, guys? That's a lot sexier than trying to be all fucking rapey and creepy. So I absolutely had a blast with my wife on this episode. Uh, For you people who may not know really what she does, she is an expert in the field of spirituality and connecting women with their femininity and their business and their relationships and really allowing them to flourish in who they truly are and accepting, acknowledging, and manifesting the power that they have within themselves. So she has great insights in this episode. Guys, please, please bring out a pen and paper. I was gonna say piece of paper. Bring out a pen and paper, make sure you're taking notes, My single guys are going to get some really good tools in this. My guys in relationships are going to get really good tools in this. And there's even some snippets for the women who listen to the show. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. And I will see you guys around the corner. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Masculinity. Today, we have a repeat offender on the show who's also my wife. How you doing, baby? Oh, hello there. Hi. (laughs) Hi, I'm so happy. I'm so happy to be back. Oh, always. I love having you on here. And I am happy. (laughs) We are currently in Costa Rica. We just got through an amazing week of sexual shaman training, healing thing. (laughs) I don't even know. Crazy, crazy shit. I also love that we're, we are sitting in different rooms in our Airbnb so the mic uh, and speaker don't mess up. So I'm, I love I love looking at you at a camera, but also knowing that you're just a few feet away from me downstairs. So that's Aww, pretty cool. I love you. Well, this is really fun. I always love these episodes. We've done a few on your show. We've done a couple on mine. And it's always a treat mm. for the guys to hear get your perspective on a lot of different Mm. things and through the last week we have Mm. grown a lot as a couple but we've also had the ability to really dive into ourselves and Mm. you know with that training i got to see a lot more from that feminine perspective Mm. that's helped me to understand you a lot better so this is going to be a really fun episode and Mm. since you've already been through the manly round um, (laughs) we don't have to do that one over so the the first thing I want to talk about with you is, you know, we we tend to have this hesitancy as men to want to be direct and honest in this world, especially mm. when it comes to our intentions with women. And one of the things that we talked about at ISTA was that we were, you know, you could make a request honoring somebody's boundaries and allowing them to let you know if they would desire to fulfill that request or make a counter of something else within that request uh, that's more in line with their boundaries. So leaning into that, I want to talk today with you about opening that door for men in general about expressing their desires and honesty 
and what mm. that feels like to hear that as a woman. Mm. Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's go in. Let's go. So what does it feel like to hear that <laughs> for a woman? Mm, okay, question. So it depends. If I know as a woman and working with women that we need to, first of all, feel safe when being approached by men, even if it's our partner, period. We need to feel safe um, in the first place. So I know if you were, you know, approaching me with a, a desire. Let's let's having, I'm gonna pa- I'm gonna yeah. pause you really fast. Yeah. I want I want you to expand for guys what safe means because I mm. know when you first said that to me, I'm like, I'm the fucking protector. Of course you're fucking safe. Nothing's gonna happen to you. But that's not what we're referring <laughs> no. to. So let's let's take one step back yes. for a second. Let's elaborate yep. on what that means for guys. Safety. Yep. Yeah, thank you for catching that, baby. Um, so when I say women want to feel safe, um, it's immediately this feeling that we have, like in our womb space, so in our womb, um, whether we have a physical womb or, or not anymore, it doesn't matter. Um, in that space is this: Does his energy feel grounded and calm? Is he? projecting his sexual desires without controlling them onto me? Um, Is he coming with a body language that is rushed or pushy? Or does his body language feel soft, feel like he really is present with me? Um, So like that, actually like the word of presence. Um, for, For women, safety also means like you are with us talking to us and just us only. You are present with us, but if we can sense or feel or see that you're thinking about something else or looking around or, you know, thinking about your to-do list or the hot girl that just walked by, whatever, right? Not anything but fully present. We immediately don't feel safe because that means that you're not focusing on just us, which is what we need as that that feminine of feeling held and and can flow and dance and and that you're going to be there energetically present. Um, so safety with your words, right? Like the vibration of how you talk, um, we can sense and we can tell if you're being, you know, uh, pushy or again, coming from a place of overcompensating. So it's kind of all these little micro things that we pay attention to energetically first off, because we can feel it. And then seeing that, um, in your body language, it's an all encompassing, um, safety, if, if that best explains it, just uh, giving a few different examples. So what in, what does it feel like to a woman when she experiences a guy that has fucking weird sexual energy where it's like, Mm. he's, he's coming up and maybe he wants to approach her and he is attracted to her, but he's got this creepy, weird sexual energy that doesn't make her feel safe to receive such an honest request. Yeah, which is, I refer that to as leaky sex energy. Um, A lot of people unconsciously do it. They don't even realize they're consciously doing it. And they wonder why women think men are creepy. Because we can feel your leaky sex energy if you don't know how to contain it. And so what it feels like to us is this, like, it's a coming from your genital, genital area, this I need you. I want you, but not from a place of like a desire you. I want to ravish you. It's like, I need you. I want you, uh, feel me, pay attention to me, all those, all those sort of things. And so really getting, um, present with what comes up for us in that moment of, of not feeling safe, um, and feeling that leaky sex energy is we then block it. We then are like, Oh, he's creepy. I don't know why I don't need to know why but he feels creepy. He feels like all as he wants is to take my body or take from me energetically with his eyeballs. Uh, so it's, it's very much a genital stomach area that we feel creepiness from, or it's, it's a sense of uneasiness. It's like that sacral chakra, right? Is where you exactly. That. Yep. Yeah. And, and, I, and we I, don't know why, like we just can, we were like, we were like, I don't know why this guy's creepy. He could be the hottest guy or the most intelligent person have the best looking body. But if we sense any kind of creepiness, what we are sensing is leaky sex energy from a place of neediness. 
Mm. And I think I'll elaborate for just one second on this for guys mm. is uh, think about your intention when you go up to a woman. Is your intention to sit there and just take her home and fuck her? Is that like what you're thinking about? And if that is, there's a high likelihood you're going to come off and give leaky sex energy where she's going to be like, fuck this dude, right? Um, and the other thing is, I think for guys is to not have a predetermined outcome for an interaction. If you give two fucks how it ends, your energy is going to be very different. If you give two fucks of whether she comes home with you or whether she goes home by herself, you're going to bring a different energy to that conversation, regardless of the fact if you're highly attracted to that woman or not. And so I think for guys, that's a way to check your energy at the door is to say, what's my intent? Number one. And then am I giving myself a predetermined outcome? So mm -hmm. I love that, babe. Thank you for opening the door to that. So, yeah. so for moving further into this, so when a guy does approach a woman and he's requesting with honesty, what does that look like to a woman? And let's, let's start with, let's start with our single guys. Let's start with the single woman. Cause I know you can elaborate on both for marriage and yeah. for so that I don't want to put you all over the place. Let's put your, your beautiful mind to like one focused <laughs> right now. So what's that look like for single men? What permission is given to them to be honest and to be unapologetic <laughs> about that honesty with a woman? Yeah, it, it's, I'm, I'm seeing like three different like steps, three different levels. So number one, really tune in before you even come at us with a, an offering, a question, an invitation, um, check in with your body. How's my body language? What energy am I holding on to? Let me check in with my sacral, my genital area. Is it leading right now or is my heart leading? Just an overall quick body scan if it's your genital, which is fine, but then really focus on containing that and come back to your heart, right? There's nothing wrong with being like, I want to bang her. Cool. But also honor your heart because she wants to feel that first. So check in, scan what energy you're approaching a woman with. Um, and then good languaging when you come up, making eye contact, right? Letting her feel seen. Women just want to feel seen. We're quite easy creatures to figure out. <laughs> we want to feel seen and heard. That's what does that it. Mean, though? What does that feeling, mean though to feeling, be seen and being, heard? being present. We want to feel like you are just looking at us and only thinking about us, only being with us in that moment, not the other girls that you were with in the, in the past or who you'll be with in the future, just me in this moment sort of vibration. And so then wording can be, there, I, I, there's two different types of ways you could approach this depending on your, the man listening your personality, because you don't want to be someone you're not just to be cool. We can feel that. We can feel if you're trying to be like the cool sly guy and you're not. If you're trying to be the assertive guy and you're not. First of all, be yourself. But here are some different languaging tools to maybe expand on who you are, but not not who you are. So option number one is the, the direct guy who is like, hey, I, I see you across the room and I just want to acknowledge how beautiful you are. And I really actually mean that from my heart, not just saying that. And I would love to get to know you more. I would love to have a conversation and hear, you know, what lights you up in the world. Not what do you do? Why are you here? What do you do in the world? How do you show up? How do you be? Like what lights you up right now? What are you most excited for in life? When you come up with those questions versus what are you doing here? What are you, what's your job? It feels It feels sticky. It feels like, well, what, what does this dude want? Like, okay, small talk. Skip the small talk. If you're listening to Johnny's podcast, you are someone who is beyond small talk, period. So ditch the small talk. Go straight to the, what, what currently lights you up in life? I, I, I have a curiosity to get to know you on a deeper, le deeper level. I'm unsure what that is, but I just want to start off with like, what lights you up right now in life and see where this conversation goes. A woman hearing that, one, that has confidence, two, she's like, oh, wow, he sees me, wants to get to know me and not just what I do for a living or why I'm here at this gathering or whatever that is, or in the DMs, in a voice message, doesn't matter, all the same. So being direct on what you desire in that present moment from her, not, hey, I want to have your babies or you have my babies. I want to know what lights you up in the world. 
Ah, right. She's able to then relax. She's able to then really take that, that deep inhale and feel safe, feel seen, feel heard by you. So then the other option is the, the softer approach. If you're like, oh, that feels too intimidating to me to just say, hey, you know, I saw you, you're beautiful, you glow. I would love to know what lights you up about in life right now. If that's a little too, too direct for you, uh, the other option is to go in and say, you know, with a different body language, a different uh, type of, of energy coming in is, hey, you know what? You know, this makes me really nervous to come and approach you. This is new for me, right? Leading with honesty. This is new for me, but I just want to come over and say hi, introduce myself and see where this conversation goes. But I'm also like a little nervous right now doing this. A lot of men think that women think that's unattractive or weird or awkward. It's not. We want you to be honest. We want you to just be present. So if you're a man who's learning to be more confident in approaching women, share that you're that you're nervous. Share that you're like, wow, you're just beautiful and I'm, I'm actually, I'm slightly terrified right now, but I knew I had to come up and say hi to you. Therefore, you gain your confidence back. If you're just like, I'm terrified, I'm nervous, this is awkward, we then don't feel safe. But if you circle back with, but I'm here to say hi to you, regardless of how terrified I am right now. Held. We feel held. We feel safe. We feel seen because you were honest, but then re-held the container. So those are two different ways to approach women for the single men. Depends on what type of energy that you want to play with. Yeah. And it goes, it circles back to the not giving a fuck about the outcome. Because for all my guys out there who are like, I could never just walk up to a girl and be honest. The reason why you can never walk up to her and be honest is because the fact that you've already predetermined an outcome, whether it's she's going to deny you, whether yep. she's going to be uh, weirded out by you, whether you've already determined that you want to take her home. If you give yourself that predetermined outcome, you are going to fuck that up and step on your dick big time and you're going to look like ri- a ridiculous dude. And that's part of what makes you uncomfortable and part of what gives you a lack of confidence. So taking what Taylor's saying and saying, okay, mm-hmm. how do I make them feel safe, seen and heard? I can do that by saying, I don't give a fuck where this goes. I just want that person to know mm-hmm. that there's somebody else in this world that actually sees them for being a human and not like what sexual yeah. energy I want to bring. So I wanted to add that in for my, especially for yeah. my single guys who are like, Oh, that would make me so uncomfortable. Well, because you fucked that one up. You're giving that the uncomfortableness. So, all right. So now yeah. let's talk about this with our married or or people who are in relationships just in general. What does this honesty look yep. like for them? And how can they leverage that to talk about their desires or talk about their needs or talk about that in a way that respects the woman and also or respects the partner Mm -hmm. but also gives them the ability to be honest yeah love this so let's go with option one again for the married man so this is someone that you're you're or in partnership with right a woman that you communicate with regularly whatever that means for you so option one is that that more assertiveness but same thing coming into it with okay I've seen my partner today. She's a little stressed out, maybe a little overwhelmed. So tune in to your partner first. How are they feeling? What energy have they been in all day? If they just got home from work, if you guys have been hanging out, check in first. Then check in with your body of, okay, here's how I think she's feeling, how her day's been going. Let me adjust my energy, how I'm holding my body language to come into this scenario with a, a solid foundation in my masculine, in the masculine energy, which is that foundation, the walls being put up in a safe container, not walls in front of your heart. So going in and, and saying, if let's say your desire is to make love to her, that would be going right in and saying, hey, babe, you are really feeling like actually let's delete that i'm gonna get, be a little even more edgier here it's spicy, okay I, i'm gonna it's spicy. be a little more edgy yeah 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 yeah. a little more edgy so let's say she's in the energy so that's why i'm gonna delete that 
let's say she's in the energy of feeling relaxed, feeling open. So check with her energy first before you give this approach. She's feeling relaxed and open. Going right up to her. Babe, your body is looking real banging today. Like I am loving every bit of you. You are glowing. And my request, well, is to make love with you. How do you feel about that? Are you open to that? And it's, it's playful. It's direct, right? It, it's like, oh, wow, he sees me. Oh, this is, he's holding space for me right now to, to say yes or no. Not, hey, I want to I have sex with you and bang you. Let's go. Which, a time and place. But this is a new way to communicate by getting her to be a part of it. So saying, how does it feel for you? You open to that? It's playful. It's direct. It lets her then be able to be a part of this desire that you have. So being direct, feeling safe, sharing exactly what you desire. Hey, I desire to make love to you right now. I desire to fuck you right now. I desire to take you right here right now. Whatever that is for you, but actually declaring what you desire, not dancing around it. Hey, you know, let's go to our room and and see what happens. Nope. I, I desire to take you right now. How does that feel? Yes or no? Option two is more of approaching it in that that, that softer way that if she's in a mood where it's been a rough day, she's been maybe overwhelmed and she just wants to, you know, she wants to be held with this desire. So approaching it with, Hey babe, I see and sense and feel that today's kind of been a heavier day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, babe. Thank you for, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for noticing that. Great, you know I, you know I'm glad that you that that you feel that I'm glad that you see that that you feel seen. You know I desire in this moment to lay with you and and give you a massage and allow you to feel held and safe. Right? It's it's being playful and silly, but yet still direct. Men will be shocked if they understood how easy we are as women. You think you need to coerce us into having sex or to like under explain yourself. If you just share, Hey, I see you. I honor where you're at. Here's what I desire. How does that feel for you? We are so much quicker to open our heart, roll our shoulders back and allow you to create that masculine space for us to soften into. And that's really what it comes down to is creating a space for us to feel safe and soften mm. into. So we can really surrender to the moment that you can take care of us and you are confident in that ability. Whether you feel a little nervous or not, you're taking the lead in that space so we can soften into our feminine. Mm. And so especially for our couples, uh, our couples who've been in, in relationships for, for a while, how can guys not take it personally if their request is denied or if their request isn't uh, reciprocated, how can guys look at that as not taking it personally and still come back to have that honesty and request in future situations? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This is, uh, I want to re-anchor it in, in this is for people in partnership, totally different mm-hmm. for single men. Uh, so if it's in a partnership and she says, you know, no, actually that doesn't feel good for me right now. The perfect response is, thank you, babe, for, for being honest. Is there anything I could do to support you right now? Mm. That, oh my, the, the moment you, tell, you say, I hear you, babe. What can I do for you right now? Because if a woman's saying no, that means she is, she's got a to-do list. She's got an insecurity that's coming up. Something happened to her today that she hasn't felt comfortable enough to share with you yet. So if you open the door to say, oh, how can I support you versus why don't you want to have sex, which then closes her heart and then she can't even feel safe to navigate with you or share with you what she's moving through. So it's a great step two of learning to then actually see and hear her outside of your desire, which then creates a deeper Mm. connection because you'll be surprised after she says, wow, actually, you know what? I, you know, I had a rough day. So-and-so said something that really triggered me or I'm tired. And yeah, I actually would love to talk to you about that. And then you can hold space for her. And sometimes it actually leads back to your desire because she was able to then feel safe and heard by you, which then relaxes her. 
and then maybe it could lead to what you want to do in the mm. beginning. Yeah, and I, and I would also add on top of that, she may be processing something that she just has to go through that day or that has come up in her that, that got triggered that day. And the other thing is, you know, what we don't think about as men is where is she in her moon cycle? You know, if she's in her moon cycle in a phase of more like cuddle and more of insecurity and more of sleepiness or lounging, well, then that's a time that maybe she's just like, hey, let me counter that request with a, I just want to cuddle. Like you could rub my back. Like that would be really great. Like, yeah. so honoring the fact. And then I think the other big piece to this that we're, we're kind of alluding to is it's allowing your partner to have consent of what happens to her body. You know, yeah, you want to have sex, but guess what, brother? Like she might not be down for it and she gets that right to say no to you in a way that's still loving and taking that personally is not necessarily a healthy thing because the fact that, you know, that's how I think a lot of relationships fall off is when somebody takes that personally and they're not, they're not sitting there saying, Hey, maybe she's just going through something. Maybe this isn't her week for that. Maybe whatever it is. So I love that you brought all that up, sweetheart. And then for guys that are single, what, what, uh, tips do you have for them to handle that? I I don't really want to call it rejection. I really want to call it a yeah. woman saying yes to her boundaries. So, right. You know, or yeah. saying yes to her, um, her view of the situation or her, or her attraction to that man saying yes to herself and what she needs yeah. to honor. What can we give those guys to not take that personally? Yeah. So if you approach either with option A or B, and she's like, actually, no, I don't feel like having like a conversation or you could tell she's kind of shutting you off and not being open to reciprocating the conversation or just says flat out no, it's thanking her. It's saying, you know what? Thank you mm. for honoring what's coming up for you right now, which for a lot of men is really uncomfortable to do because your ego is like on the floor crying. But again, if you're listening to Johnny's podcast, you're a conscious man who wants to be a better man. So this is an opportunity to actually walk your talk so instead of getting butt hurt and having your 16-year-old inner boy feel rejected, which is an opportunity to later journal on, talk through, wow, I really got triggered. I really felt rejected. Where is this coming from? What happened when I was a child that this is still a repeating pattern so I can actually move through it and heal it? So it's simply like thanking her. Thank you for your time. Thank you for allowing me to come up and say hi to you. Thank you for being open to just receiving this conversation from me. Thank you for taking care of yourself and, and honoring what feels good to you. I really appreciate that and I see that. And then here's what will happen most of the time. The woman will be blindsided, will feel safe, and she might actually continue the conversation or she might not. But like, that's okay, either direction, but it's at least giving her the opportunity to feel seen for the second time with you, but then being respected and honored for her answer. Mm. The, the worst things a man can do is to continue to poke and then be annoying, which then that conversation is going to go nowhere and feel really uncomfortable for everyone involved. So it's, it's honoring her, her no or, or her avoidance of the conversation bowing down to her. Thank you for your time. Thank you for looking out for yourself and then moving on. Mm, that's really powerful. And I think I want you to also elaborate for guys, cause this won't come out as strongly for me, but you've taught me this lesson is elaborate for guys. She actually may be just as nervous as them. Yeah. Yeah. Like a man coming up direct or in a softer, softer way, if she's shy and insecure and you're approaching her, maybe for the first time she's ever received such a lovingly direct approach because you checked your body language, you checked her energy. It could be really uncomfortable and she could then be nervous. And so then she shuts down. So that's where it's like honoring her, her no, holding that space. And you might be able to quickly read, oh, she's nervous and awkward too. How can I maybe say, thank you for your no. I'm really uncomfortable and awkward right now. Maybe you are like, and again, be playful. The moment you continue the conversation in a playful energy, 
we continue to feel safer. So honoring that if it needs to come up and remembering that, yeah, women, women are continuing to work through their own insecurities, their own self-doubts, their own lack of worthiness of who is this guy coming up and saying hi to me? So also hold, hold some space and grace for remembering that no matter how beautiful a woman is, she may have some awkwardness insecurities that have to do with men approaching her. So just remembering that. Yeah, I think that's incredibly important, especially to hear from you about that because you literally have worked with, at this point, thousands of women. And yeah. you know, majority of them have their own insecurities and their own issues that they're dealing with. And I think as men, yeah. as men, we don't, remember that we're, we're like oh my god she's got the power to turn me down to make me feel really small all these things and we forget that even such beautiful women that we believe to be beautiful in our eyes have their own issues have their own shit that they're dealing yeah. with you know and so i think it's important yeah. that guys really take a take a moment to receive what taylor's saying right now and to remember that it's not always about you and majority of the time, it actually isn't even about you, to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. Fact. Like I want to, I want to anchor that in of if you get rejected after you checked in with your body language and your energy, there's a difference. If you get rejected 99% of the time, it has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. We are just not in the, in the mood or in a place of accepting that, but it has nothing to do with you. If you checked in and made sure that your energy was aligned from your heart, not your genitals, mm, yeah, <laughs> then it's not nothing to do with you. Mm, so powerful. And yeah. you know, I, I want to ask. You know, I think I think there's a big stigma for men around that word consent. Because men are, are like, well, what the fuck? Like the spontaneity is gone. If I'm trying to get consent, oh, I'm a bitch. If I get consent, that's not masculine, right? Um, a lot of the work we did this last week showed me the importance of allowing women to have that consent before penetration and before the things that, that yeah. you know, men typically never really ask the questions to do. Um, let's dive a little bit into that and dive yeah. a little bit, number one, into what that looks like. And then I think, two, yeah. how that empowers women to, to really receive men better. Yeah. I want to refer to, I want to let the listeners know what we're referring to. Johnny and I just um, wrapped up a, a seven-day ISTA uh, training. ISTA is a school of, of arts and this one was a shamanic spiritual sexuality immersion. So we were deep in the darkness of the shadows of our own sexual trauma, shame, all of that, along with a lot of reparenting and healing some childhood trauma. So that's what and we're the referring to. Of masculine so we, and feminine. And yeah. feminine, consent, like really cleaning shit up on the inside so you can connect deeper and more intimately with your partner or future partners or friends, right? Like it's intimacy is in every relationship, sex or not. Uh, so with that being said, you know, I, 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 I going to answer that question, but I would love to hear from you to start this off, to start this with. I think this is going to be really helpful for the men to see that they're not alone in this, like, wait, like consent to have sex to like, even if she already said yes, how much should it surprise you on how often men don't ask for consent, even with their partners? Oh, it, it's, uh, it's like a hundred, <laughs> almost a hundred percent of the time we don't. And I find myself, like, I think back to even yeah. us and I'm like, fuck, I've never asked her like, Hey, how are you <laughs> feeling today? I'd love to have sex with you tonight. I'd love to, you know, bone down, you know, maybe get my wiener in your mouth. Like I don't, I don't ask you, <laughs> I don't ask you those things. And it's like, you're, it doesn't give you the opportunity to be like, Oh, Hey, maybe not all that, but maybe we can make out and cuddle because tonight I'm really feeling that way. And that yeah. would actually really, that's where I feel really comfortable tonight in our connection. And on the same token yeah. for me to give you the ability to say, Hmm, let me check in with my body. How does that feel for me? 
I don't know that I really want to have yeah. a wiener in me tonight. Like that doesn't sound super cool. <laughs> I don't really feel like being penetrated. <laughs> but then also I think it, it what I realized from this is it gave you the power to say that I'm going to honor like myself. And it gave you the power, it gives you the power to say that, you know, where are my boundaries for that yeah. conversation? And yeah. it may, and again, it, it majority of the time has nothing to do with me. Your boundaries are, are because for that day, potentially you're just in some form of process or whatever it is, business or whatever yeah. it is, that's taking you out of wanting to be touched in that way. So the consent thing to me, it's also really sexy in a way because like I found out that if I say, for instance, it's in the, in the afternoon, I'm like, babe, you fucking look sexy. I would love to make out with you tonight. Maybe have some sex. What do you feel about that? And you're like, I'm open to receiving that. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> both of us are primed thinking about that for the rest of the day. And yeah. now the evening becomes yeah. maybe even a more passionate session of lovemaking, you know, yes. or maybe it becomes more playful because we're energized by like wanting to do some funner shit. So I really actually enjoy it of saying like, hey, how can I give you because it's a turn on to you to be like, oh, Yep. It, he's res thank you for asking thank you for asking and it's respect you're <laughs> respecting me and not not just taking because uh, the other yes. part of this is in a relationship when we just do that taking sometimes you women are willing to say okay I'll go with it because that makes me a good wife and for all my guys out there who have partners how fucking shitty does that feel that you're when you hear that your partner may be conceding to it just to make you happy. Like, I think that's bold. I call it, I call it obligation sex and men need to hear this. The amount of women, including myself that I have talked to about this, that feel obligated to have sex because it's their duty, right? They don't want to hurt their, their man's feelings is unreal. So just let that sink in of, Oh fuck. Has my partner been having obligation sex because I actually haven't asked them if they wanted to and they were if they were open to it. it this is next level like sexual connecting of really honoring even if you've been married or in partnership for 15 years. It really is important to check in and make sure that it is totally consensual and not obligation. And even microing it down to you could be making out hot and heavy naked in even at that moment. Hey, babe. Like, are you ready? I would love to, you know, you could say it in a dirty way, like I would love to put my cock in you or, you know, are you ready to receive me? That, if you told a woman that, and from a, if, you, if you've never said that to your partner and all of a sudden you said that to her, you don't even know what would happen. Like her womb, her yoni would either say yes or no, but if it was a yes, she's going to feel even safer with you, which means you're able to connect more deeply while having sex, which means even more pleasurable for both of you. So even down to that, like I don't think enough men understand. It goes down to, can I put myself inside of you? That consent matters. And is it every time? No. But if you're listening to this and you want to fine tune and kind of come back to like level one of connecting in sex with your partner then yeah, actually the first couple times you have sex, the next couple times, actually ask that. And you're going to be surprised to hear that she's probably never been asked that before and actually how important that is. Because even if you know you and your partner have been making out, getting oral for 30 minutes, her womb and yoni still might not be ready to be penetrated. It does not mean she's not turned on, that she's not having a good time. It has nothing to do with that. It's simply our yoni just is not physically ready or telling us that it's ready to receive. We don't know why, but we know when it's ready to receive or not. So to connect more deeply with your partner all the way down to having sex, asking that in a way, whatever feels good to you, or even having a conversation before sex of, hey, you know, I want to get better at asking for consent. What would feel good for you to, for me to ask? So giving her the, giving her 
the the sentence that you can ask her, giving her that ability to choose how she wants to be asked if you don't know what to say, right? But if you're like, oh, I know what my, I think I would know what my wife would like in the moment. But if you're like, oh, that feels awkward, ask her. So it, it goes all the way down from when you're at coffee and you tell her what you would like to have all the way down to the moment in bed. Mm. Yeah. And I think for any guy out there that thinks that, oh, this is like a lot or like, fuck that. Like it's bullshit and I'll fucking call you out. It's bullshit. If you think it's okay that your spouse or your partner needs to do obligation sex with you, like go, Mm -hmm. like go fuck yourself, you know, like to me, that's, that's the, that is the epitome of what an unaware masculine is because again, you're not opening the door to saying, how do I truly respect this human being? Right. And flip and flip that shit too. Like, you know, Guys, and all you motherfuckers are lying if you say you're always ready for sex because there's times where you're just like, I am fucking drained. Sex sounds fucking terrible right now. Like, I do not want to get my dick up. I don't want to put in the time and the effort. Like, I know there's guys out there. Every guy out there goes through those moments. And just imagine if your woman went and grabbed your dick and wanted you to fucking do it. And you're like, hey, I am just not into it. Like, right now, it's just like, you know, imagine that. And that's what women deal with all the time. So honor your own self and your own boundary in those moments. If you're not in the fucking mood, that's perfectly okay. There's no fucking thing wrong with you as a man. And to all the women that are listening to this, you have the opportunity to not feel hurt about that. It's not that you're undesirable. It's that he also has his own shit he's going through. So just remember that's that's a fucking two-way street. So for guys out there, mm-hmm. just, this is an important, important lesson for all of us. And I, I think that was, you know, yeah. a long winded way to answer your question, babe, is that that's what I, yeah. I really learned from that was that that yeah. consent can be sexy and can be more attractive for the woman and is more respectful of the woman and can lead yeah. to better sex and more fun sex or even yep. just a better connection because maybe it's like, oh, yeah, hey, how about we just make out tonight? How fucking cool is that? When's the last time you just sat there and made out with your spouse or your partner? Like, that's yeah. pretty fucking cool for, you know, whatever, however long. But it just yep. opens the door to a lot more things. So, yeah, thanks mm-hmm. for asking that, man. So for you, yeah. vice versa, though, you know, when we're talking about that consent, how are we presenting? How can how can men do a better job presenting this to women? And what's that, what's that really look like for guys to, to, you know, I go back to even like when guys get really touchy and they like touch your back and stuff like that. Mm. Like, you know, that's they, the woman didn't say that's okay. And like, we might yep. think it's innocent. And I find myself doing that. I'm a very like loving, like I'm a touch person touches my love language. And so I find myself doing that. It's like, I didn't, I didn't ever ask her if I could put my arm on her back or her. And I'm not saying you need to do that necessarily with your spouse and stuff, but like other people in your life. Yeah. But also it's a good practice. Again, like no matter how long you've been in partnership, if you're hearing this and thinking, fuck, yeah, I've actually never did that. Go back to, to square one with your partner. Like that's, that's partnership when you can say, Hey, let's try something new. Um, I would love to practice this new way of approaching with you. It's playful. It's fun. It's not going to feel like you're going backwards. It's bringing in a new way of being with your partner. Mm-hmm. So I just want to anchor that in of like, don't think that because you've been together for so long that it's too late to start these practices or would be silly. Nope. It's just a new level. Just think of this as a new level of relating with your partner. And so, yeah, if you're, if you're beginning to date someone and you're spooning and you know you want to rub their back, ask them, hey, you know, I would love to rub your back right now. That would feel good for me. Would that feel good for you? Mm-hmm. So admit that it would feel good for you, but then ask if that would feel good for them. Oh yeah, totally. And if all of a sudden you're with your partner and you're thinking, oh, I would love to, to you know, wrap around and, and, and caress her chest, ask her, hey, you know what? You're looking real sexy right now. I would love, be playful with it. To, to reach a little further over and, uh, you know, like play, you don't have to be awkward with it. Be playful with it. It gives her the ability to say, actually, you know what? I could use five more minutes on my back and then you can come around because that feels really good scratching my back. 
giving her the ability to choose by being playful and soft with it. And if she says yes, then go for it. If she says no, then respect that. Don't give a roll your eyes. Don't be like, ugh. Like just thank you. Thank you for actually being honest with me on what you wanted and what you needed right now. Mm. So that way I continue to feel good and you continue to feel good. The moment you verbally or emotionally or physically get annoyed by her response, if it's a no, you've now then lost the ability for her to feel safe, which then blocks your ability to communicate deeper, which then blocks your ability to create deeper intimacy. So it's, it's up to you what avenue you want to go down. But again, if you're listening to this, wink, wink, you are a man who's choosing to evolve himself to become more aligned with his truth. And sometimes becoming more aligned means having these kind of awkward, silly conversations with your partner, but eventually they don't, they don't become awkward. And then eventually you both create a habit of being really fucking honest with what you want and what you desire and, and which helps you then to heal any wounds around rejection, around abandonment, which then affects your other relationships outside of your partnership, how you show up in your business with your boss or with your employees, with your health, right? If you can, relationships are our biggest teachers. If you can learn to heal your rejection wounds with your partner through clear communication, you then heal your rejection wounds outside of the relationship. Because how we do one thing is how we do everything. So taking these tools and realizing they affect every other area of your life is so powerful. Yeah. And for guys out there too, it's like, I deal with this shit as well. So I'm not above any of this. I fucking had to work through my own rejection issues when, you know, prior to doing this training um, and prior to just like really extensive communication between Taylor and I, I've had to work through my own rejection issues when she didn't want to have sex before. And it was like, oh, what the fuck is it about me that that like she doesn't want to have sex right now? I'm her fucking husband. She should always want to have sex with me. Like that shit's <laughs> been taking that personally. And then, you know, so trust me, guys, this is something I still work through and I've had to work through in the past. So I'm not above any of this. And that's why Taylor made a couple comments even in there. That was shit she saw in me. So she knows this very well because I've opened up to her about that. We've had clear communication yeah. on this and how that's made me feel. So I love that you really yeah. opened up the door for that. So um, mm. as we're kind of winding down here, babe, I want to also dive a little bit into, um, well, no, fuck it. I just actually really love this conversation we're having right now. So let's keep going. With that. Love you. Like, it, yeah, like I think there's a, there's a lot to be learned about this consent wheel or consent style of conversation. And so when we talk about even let's go into back into that single life or back into the dating world, like what does that consent look like for men where it's not awkward um, and weird and let us know, like, how do you perceive women to, to receive that type yeah. of information? Yeah. So a good ex- a scenario is coming through of the first date. And you're, the date's over, you're saying goodbye, and you're thinking, oh, I, are we going to kiss? Are we going to have that awkward moment, the first kiss? This is a great opportunity to practice consent from the very freaking beginning. If you want the kiss for your own pleasure because you're like, I just want to fucking kiss this hot chick. Mm. We had a great date. I am so happy. I, I want the kiss. Like, like I want this because it's going to make me happy. Great. It is okay to want what you want. I'm going to repeat that. It is okay to want what you want. There is no shame in wanting to have a kiss with a hot woman after a date. I I want to anchor that in. It is okay. I think society makes it like shame around desiring a kiss from someone. So if you want the kiss, simply say, you know what? I had a great date. I would personally love to receive a kiss from you. Or to Can take, I receive, to take a kiss from take, you for my pleasure. To ta- yes, right? to take a kiss from you because I would just be so fucking lit up by that. Like if I could take a kiss from you, I would be a giddy little schoolboy. Can I take a kiss from you? I Can I receive that, that from you? But you know what I mean. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, depends on your personality. If you're extra silly, doesn't matter. Uh-huh. So, but but being very clear that it's about you. 
wanting the kiss versus I would love to give you a kiss, but really you want to take a kiss. Be honest. The moment a woman hears you say, hey, I am like totally turned on by you. I would love to take a kiss from you. Are you down for that? She's like, yes, please take me. (laughs) And if she says no, honor that. But be honest. If you want to take the kiss, ask to take it. But then let her answer. Don't then continue to say, oh, please, like I would, you know, no, no is a no. No is a no. And I want to anchor that in. When women say no, we are not being silly. Sometimes women are being silly because it's awkward and they want to say no, but they're shameful of saying no. Just assume to help women heal around the world. If they say no, don't act like they're kidding and they actually mean yes. They might actually mean yes, but that doesn't fucking matter and that's not up to you. If they say no, it's a no. Even if you think and feel that it's a yes, it's still a fucking no. Honor that. Don't continue to pester it because then we create unsafety in our body, which leads to drama that you don't want later. While if you continue to pester and she finally gives in, you're then creating a really toxic energy with this person who wanted to say no, but felt obligated to say yes. And therefore the connection you're going to have is going to be on, on, on false ground. It's going to be built off of an illusion, off of a lie, because she didn't feel safe with you to say no after the third time you've asked. So if you want to create a conscious relationship Honesty and respecting boundaries, even with the first kiss, is going to set the tone so much better than if you continue to to ask for it. Mm. Yeah, and uh, that's a. I think that's an incredibly important point for men. Is that like this is this goes back to get rid of the fucking outcomes that you're projecting on the scenario. If you're continuing, yeah. like, it doesn't matter if you're hot and heavy in a makeout session, don't project the outcome that it's going to end up with your dick in her. If you do that, then you're going to be there. You're going to be disappointed if she draws a boundary and you're also going to get real rapey if she draws a boundary because you're going to try to push mm-hmm. her and force her into that. So I think for guys, the realization here is even if you're going in for that kiss and you're asking saying, Hey, I would love to take a kiss from you. How does that feel? You know, <laughs> if she's like, ah, well, I would just like to have a peck or like maybe no. If you didn't put any outcome on that situation, then it's like, cool, cool. Yeah. Great night. Had great conversation. Thank you for sharing your time with me. Let's part ways. If she was really a yes and was just playing hard to get, now you actually just played uh, a different hand to her. And now she's like, oh, fuck. No, I do really want mm-hmm. that. And then she's going to come back and be like, can I take a kiss from you for my pleasure? Uh-huh. So remember that allowing this whole balance of people owning themselves and owning their own boundaries is incredibly important to actually giving yourself that power to be desired because you're not yeah. putting anything as an, as a, as an outcome on the situation. So I love that you dove into that, babe. And, um, you know, if everybody's listening to this and they're like, what the fuck is going on with these two? I highly recommend that you guys look into this ISTA training. It's a very, very special, powerful training. And shit like what Taylor and I are talking about right now is what they teach there. We're, We're not recreating the wheel. We're actually regurgitating lessons. Applying it. Yeah. We're applying it and regurgitating the lessons that we learned to really help you guys. So remember that this isn't like us recreating the wheel. We we don't have some fucking magic potion for you. This is something that we put ourselves in the situation to learn and and we came out better for it. So kind of uh, rolling this down. um, When men actually take the time to put themselves in these positions of giving consent, uh, on a scale of one to 10, how attractive would you say this is for the average woman? So attractive because it, it's what makes you stand out a bunch amongst all of the either spiritual fuck boys, non-spiritual fuck boys, Right. When you just lead with honesty and directness from your heart, 
it is so attractive. You could be, let's say, it's all relative, but if you're like, I think I'm like a seven on a scale of one to 10, you know, I, I got some, some, some healthy habits to implement in my body that will help me make me a 10 if you think that way. I know men think that way. If you speak like this and use this consent language, if you honor that, you are an automatic 10 in her book. Whether you think you're a six or a seven or an eight or a two, you are so much more attractive when you show up in this way because it makes you stand out amongst the other men who are still doing things in the old paradigm way. Like we are moving beyond the old paradigm and how men were taught to teach how to approach men, how to approach women or men, whatever floats your boat. But we're shifting out of how you you men were taught, you how you were modeled through porn or high school or ex-girlfriends who you didn't know how to have a consensual conversation with. We're growing beyond that. So as women, especially in the self-development space or women that are just looking to work on themselves, we are expecting men to speak to us as the the queens that we are and the worthy of receiving the best of the best that we are. So as a woman, we, we, we want you and need you and desire you to speak this way because that is how we're shifting as, you know, a, a consciousness collective tribe is honesty and heart centeredness will always win over someone, some dude, even if he's like the hottest fucking guy in the room, we don't want that. We want to feel safe and seen over anything. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and I and I it, this this plays really well into my hand because I'm just an honest person. So I, I like if you were to tell me yeah. that women w- would receive yeah. it really well if I just went up and told them my intentions, I'm like, fuck yeah, that's cool, sweet, sign me up. Yep. Like because I fucking yep. I hate I hate little fuck fuck games, and I think all guys really <laughs> should, um, yeah. because it, it empowers the women. So it plays into the fact that they get sovereignty over themselves, but then it also allows you to have a sigh of relief and say, fuck, I don't have to fucking play a game. Thank God. Fuck, yeah. fuck these games. So, I And mean, you, you connect so much deeper, but no, yeah. when everyone just agrees to stop playing games, you connect deeper, faster. Therefore you actually get your desired outcome so much faster. So if you want to fuck her because it's okay to want what you want, but approaching it from your heart You'll be surprised actually how quicker you'll get there than if you play fuck fuck games. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I equate this to the fact that we have the teachers in front of us who literally are standing there willing to give us the answers to the test if we just fucking yeah. ask for them. And yep. we sit there and think, oh, we got to play games to get the answers. And we're, you guys are literally sitting there like, no, I, I, I literally have the answers right in front of you. If you just look down in my hands, you will see the answers. You don't have to run around in circles. You don't have yep. to go hide under the tree. Like you don't have to yep. I just look down and you'll have the answers. That's what I really equate this to. So I love, I love this conversation. Always so much fun, baby. You are the best, obviously. My my beautiful queen, my beautiful wife, mm-hmm. just like everything. So thank you so much for showing up. Mm-hmm. And I know you've answered this question before, but because I know that my wife has changed so much since the last mm-hmm. time we had a podcast conversation on my show, I would love for you to share now in this embodiment of who you are, what does the art of masculinity mean to you for men and women? Mm-hmm. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine by tuning in to each moment within yourself and those that are around you. Mm, Beautifully said. All right. Well, I love you so much, my gorgeous mm-hmm. wife. And to everybody listening, you know, like I said, go check out um, ISTA training if you are interested in a lot of the stuff Taylor and I were talking about on this episode. I have zero uh, affiliation connection to give, getting any discounts or kickbacks. I truly just believe in the work from what mm-hmm. I experienced for the last week. So I would highly recommend that you guys take a look at ISTA and see if it may be something that you're interested in and make sure that you guys take advantage of that because the growth is exponential there. And remembering that, you know, everything we do in life 
should be looking to respect the other people that we're in there with. And if we can continue to develop in a way that we honor each other, the the rewards are going to be so much better. So remember that that is really where we're trying to get to between men and women in general. So I love that. But thank you, my love. You are special. You are always wise. You always have great tips and tools. Thank you for guiding the men on this episode. And to everybody listening, as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble. Until next time. Bye. guys if you liked today's episode then please head over to apple itunes and leave a five-star review some of your most impactful moments that you heard on the show today it'll only take about 60 to 90 seconds to do but those seconds are priceless in helping promote the message here at the art of masculinity and i will be forever grateful i appreciate all of you guys joining in the art of masculinity community and as always drop the ego and stay humble